Hello, Bloom. It's so lovely to have you. Hi, B. Nice to be here. <laughs> so this is our very first podcast episode. I'm so excited. We're at Sex Down South 2022. And I'm really, really excited about your workshop. Um, so first, I want you to tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your career as a burlesque dancer um, and advocate for the liberation of women through your work um, and how you connected with Sex and Self. Okay, so, hi, I'm Blue Pearl, everyone. And I am here representing my company, Burley Babes Union, which is a collective of burlesque dancers. And it basically, Burley Babes Union is like the plug. I want us to be the link, the link to connect to different things in burlesque through therapy, photography, videography, things of that nature. I wear many hats. I'm a performer. I'm a pole dancer and a burlesque performer. I'm a neo burlesque burlesque performer. Um, I got into burlesque as part of uh, movement. It's medicine. It's healing. And part of my healing journey, because originally I started pole dancing first because I couldn't. I lost my ability to walk back in 2017. I was bedridden. So um, I don't like to exercise. And, you know, I, I pray. I'm a spiritual person. And in my prayers, I was like, I need something to do. Get me out of this. And uh, my son, I'm a dance mom. I'm a mom of four. And my son is a dancer and I'm a dance mom. And his studio had a pole program. And one of the instructors was like, you should start. You should try pole dance. And I was like, OK, so this whole uh, exotic erotic system came as a healing part, as a exercise so for me to work out to get my strength back in my legs so I can walk again and then it elevated into burlesque I only been doing this for a year um, I started out at an all-black burlesque troupe um, called Yams Burlesque located here in Atlanta and then um, this year I am independent and I started my own company Birdie Babes Union because in my bio I say in every movement I'm healing my sacral chakra and I'm aligning up with all my chakras because movement is medicine I love it. I love it. So um, that's horrible that you were immobile, but um, congratulations. I mean, you clearly have healed uh-huh. your body and your spirit. Um, pole dancing is very, very difficult. It is. It um, takes a lot of consistency. Yes. So how did you work up the strength from not being able to walk to doing that and to teaching and, and conducting workshops and training other people? Um, a lot of prayer, a lot of meditation, shadow work, a lot of water cleanses, mirror work, a lot of looking at myself at the table, a lot of changing my diet because I'm a chef by trade. That's what I, that's what I did before all this eroticism thing. And I still do. I cook foods and I'm a herbalist. So I make blends of teas and things of that nature and just went with nature and accepted all of my gifts and really just unapologetically just accepted who I am. You know, I'm the black sheep of my family. People think I'm weird because my grandma's been passed away for like 21, almost 21 years. And I tell them I talk to her and they be like, how? You know, because she talks to me. We have conversations and regardless of what y'all think, but y'all say it's okay. Y'all talk to God, but I can't talk to my grandma's spirit. Right. You're chosen and people are intimidated by people who are chosen. Yes. Right? Yes. So talk to me about how your your work as a chef, your knowledge of food, because food also is very healing. Mm-hmm. So when you combine the two, right, when you're healing your body from the inside and then you're healing your spirit by embracing your femininity and your sensuality, how do you bring the two together? So because they're two very different, you know, creativity. Yes. Is right. And that's funny you ask, because that's exactly where I'm at right now. 
bringing the two together, actually. And um, what I'm doing is I have a, a tea party coming up on the 25th. So the way I'm bringing it together, it's a tea party, which is going to be, it's called the Pussy Power uh, Tea par- Party. And um, it's a panel of goddesses that's going to sit and we're going to discuss of different age groups that's going to sit and talk to 11 women. I want to be very intimate. Um, 11 women is going to be set up like the Alice in Wonderland theme, real cool in a Zen zone. And I will be making the food and the pastries and the food and things of that nature. And I will be making the teas. And then I'll also have a movement medicine portion where I incorporate the burlesque part of it in the tea party. So let me ask you, I want to get to the class. And first of all, I love that tea party idea. Thank you. Just for that. So are you, so when you're, when you're designing the menu, when you're trying to figure out what teas to make, what comes to mind? Are there certain ingredients, certain flavors, certain fragrances, certain sensations that you yes. would experience? Like think about all of that when yes. you on your menu. Is, yes. Are there any particular foods? Because I know people say, oh, which is our aphrodisiac. Are there, are, do you pick certain foods for their sensual qualities? I do pick certain foods for their sensual qualities. Um, I, with the herbs, with the teas, I want them to feel, I cater towards the gut and the yoni. So I want, that those are the teas and the blends I've catered towards. And then a lot of times in us and African-Americans, because they eat a lot of chicken. I don't eat chicken, but people do. And it's, it causes a lot of inflammation. So I also consider ingredients that make you have a cooling sensation inside. And far as the foods, I really cater towards a lot of fruits and things that actually nurtures the pussy. That's what I think of. So, yes. So things are like come to the tea party, but you know, you're listening at home. You're not going to make it to Atlanta and you want to, you know, give your body foods that are beneficial to the Yanni. So what are those foods? Dark chocolate, pineapples, papaya is also good as far as different teas, hibiscus, um, lavender is good. Surprisingly, dandelion root is good. Spearmint is also a good herb for the yoni. Elderberries for your immune system. I could go on. Oh, burdock root is good to clean out the toxins out your system and cleaning out your blood because I'm so on eating for your blood type. I don't think everybody's supposed to eat the same thing. I believe one man's food is another man's poison. So calendula, I always say that wrong, but that's a really good one, especially for the yoni. Um, rose, roses and rose hips is also a good ingredient. Stay away from starches. Those things are not really white foods is not really our friend. Try to eat in season. So like if you really want to get really healthy with the yoni and with your body, wherever you are, eat with what's within season. Got it. Got it. I love that. Now we're going to get to the class that you're teaching today, <laughs> which is called Top Notch Health. I love. So explain to me what you will be sharing with the other goddesses who are brave enough to take your workshop today. What What is a top-notch hoe? Top-notch hoe, it can be anything. For when I say hoe, for me, hoe is such a word. But for me, it's like someone that's sexually free, that's free in expressing their self. They're not, you know, closed in. Because us as a culture, a lot of us, when it comes to sexuality, a lot of our elders are very closed-minded too different things that's going on in sexuality. So in my class, we're going to go over, think top-notch what I mean and being confident, you know, not just being a basic bitch, 
You're going to go over some mirror works. We're going to learn some history or some burlesque. You're going to do a good stretch, get a good deep stretch from one. Somebody that's going to help me come stretch them out really good. Going to learn a sexy chair routine. Um, we're going to go over like, you know, feeling and touching and teasing and just show and explore liberation through movement. So when you teach outside of this workshop, um, what are, or you tell other women that this is what you do for a living. What are some of the objections or the pushbacks or the questions? Because I can see a lot of women being like, well, I'm single. So, and I do already do so much. I already, you know, I have the lingerie and like, he should be so lucky that I'm even here. Right. So why should I go through the effort if I'm single or if my man doesn't appreciate me or I just don't feel sexy. I don't feel like I can do it. I don't love my body. Mm. How do you get them out of that? Oh, um, well, in my classes, after the stretch, um, we do a circle situation, what I normally do. So I have the women, we group in a circle and I put on a song and I make them dance and we have to look at each other and we can't take our eyes off of each other. And I let them, I'll be like, you know, look at yourself, look at each other, but you have to dance. You have to move the entire time while you're looking. You can't take your eye off that person. So that's like a self-confident thing. And we're in a circle, you go around a circle first, but then you choose your one person that you're going to spend that time with out of the circle, the one you connect with. That's more sure eye contact. And then I make them look in the mirror because it's like, if you can't please yourself and love yourself, who's going to love you or who's going to please you? Right. You have to you have to teach people to understand that self-love is first. Like we are the map and how people are going to love us. Like, so your man don't treat you right. Okay, well, you treat yourself right. Maybe if you start treating yourself right and loving yourself more, maybe he will be like, oh, let me get my stuff together because she is really not playing games with me right now. She's really putting in the effort. So I think it's important for happiness. A lot of people that don't want to look at the darkness of themselves. They don't want to look at the dark. They just want to be positive, positive, positive. But you got to look at your stuff too. Your shit's thing. It's hard. Healing is hard. Healing is a journey. And you have to continuously go through this journey. And you really have to show up for yourself every day. Talk to me about shadow work, because I imagine a lot of people, you know, it's one of those buzzwords in the you know wellness sphere that we hear all the time. And I really don't think people understand what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> OK, so I am a mental health advocate. I'm just throwing all my things out there. And I uh, was diagnosed with depression. So that's really another thing that made me really start doing shadow work. Yeah. And um, once I was diagnosed with depression, I was like, I don't want that I don't want to have that on me and so I went to therapy and I started going to therapy which is who introduced me to like really doing the shadow work and I got introduced the more I started praying I got introduced to different people in spirit spiritual world like Hadia that's the first person I went to different people and shadow work is really like sitting down and really going dig deep into your darkness and looking at all your shit on the table like you literally have to be like I was that foul. I was that dirty. I was that stupid. I was that this. You really have to do that. And then when you realize all your darkness and all the negative things that you did, then you have to forgive yourself. That's the part. That's the part people miss. They forget and they just wallow in the darkness. They just sit there and they just sit there and be so, oh, I should have just like, okay, I was a teen mom. Great. Yes, I was. Yes, i I got it. It's, it's, it happens. What can I do about it? Okay, yes. I was diagnosed with depression. Yes, I tried to kill myself. I tried to do all these things. Great. But now 
I have to forgive myself and I have to accept myself for where I'm at and be unapologetically me. And I just think just being me and just loving myself and continuously doing the work, even when I have my downfalls, I'm not perfect. Every day is not a great day. Some days it's okay to say I'm not okay today. And some people won't don't ex- know how to accept that to say, I'm not okay today. Today is not a good day. So after the shadow work, how do you, you know, recruit women to use movement? Because uh, again, you know, burlesque is very, you know, people are tricky about dancing. They, you know, yes. declare, you know, I don't know how to dance. I can't dance. I don't have any rhythm. And they think it's one of those things that either you have it or you don't, that you can't, you know, you can't train your body to move a certain way. Right. So do you think it's possible to, for a woman to come up to you and say, I can't dance. I don't feel good about my body. This isn't for me. How do you convince her that it is for her and it will help her heal and it will actually do the exact opposite of what she thinks it will do. It will give her confidence instead of making her feel even more depressed, even more, well, even more unsexy, right? Yeah. Well, for me, I would, in, I would ask her if she's interested in taking private lessons first. Because one thing is a lot of people are afraid to show themselves in a group setting. So I wouldn't force her to come to a class. I would offer a private lesson with the person. And then I would share certain stories and certain movements. And I would explain, like, you actually have to do the work to see if it works. Like, you really don't know if you're able to do anything if you don't try it. You know, like, I don't know if I could write. I didn't know I could write with my right hand until I tried it, even though I'm left-handed. You know, oh, I didn't know I can pole dance until I actually did it. I didn't think I would be good at it, but I was consistent and I became good at it. Was I good at it when I first started? No. Can you start in your 40s? Yes. You, it's for anybody. Who is this lady I follow on Instagram? She is 60 and fine and polling. She pole dance and burlesque. She's 60. She called herself flying over 50. Yes. I love her. I follow her. It's a process. You just got to keep building and keep going. It's a consistency. It's hard work and dedication. And it's that core. And just understanding that that's your journey. You're not going to look like everybody. Your your, your flow is not going to be the same as to everybody. Have you noticed a a, a peak of interest in um, taking your classes and just getting or, or coming to see you perform other burlesque dancers in your organization that you started? Um because of the, the the media acceptance, like a TV shows like P Valley, or just like the general moving away from you know a, a more Puritan, um, you know shame filled culture around sexuality and dance and women own you know owning their sexuality. I really think that it's time is now for women is now. I really think it's just a time for women to step into our power. Honestly. P-Valley and things of that nature, they're great, but I don't really think that's going to influence people to really, really want to do stuff. I just think women time is now. I think it's time for us to step into our power. I think we're a powerful being. I think that's why a lot of times some of us are under attack and some of us are not because the ones that's not under attack are the ones that's really doing the work behind the scenes. And the ones that be under attack are the ones that's just not really doing that spiritual work. You have to do that work. So I just think it's time for women now and people that come to my class, which is, this is already my second class. <laughs> um, cause I was nervous to teach cause it's energy exchange. Yes. Because I, my hair is always blue too, but it's an energy exchange. Yes. It's a really, so I had to make sure that I was prepared spiritually and I'm, I am now. So that's why I stepped into my power. Oh, uh, me. So in the mornings, it's a whole process. I journal first, um, I get up, I journal, and then I take my meditation. 
Um, I burn different incense and fragrances, uh, my Palo Santos, my money incense, my break all, my protection incense. Um, and I sit there and I meditate and I just envision my day. I just get myself centered and grounded. I must do that because if I don't, I'm going to be, yeah. it's everywhere. Yes. So then after that, I shower and everything. And then um, one of my sisters, she makes moon oil. So if I don't have a pole class, I'll make sure I like massage myself down with the moon oil. And I just set my intentions for the day. And I just go, I just make sure I stay grounded. Like I, and then, you know, periodically I go do a river cleanse, get, go to the water. Well, I'm not giving you a whole lot of time to get in the headspace for your workshop. It's so, I think you did give me a time. Luckily, I'm not the one stretching them out. So I'll be okay. I'll be getting in the headspace. So, Blue Pearl, I'm so, so happy that you took the time to talk to me and the Black Alchemy audience. Thank you so much. And I just, I love your hair. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, Chase you out of here and follow you into your work- workshop. I might not do anything. I might just be an observer, but I really want to take your class. So I'm excited. So thank, you. thank you, B. And now I need to figure out my workshop at. But I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here, honestly. And I'm glad to be here and to share it. And I'm, I didn't answer how I got it connected with Sex Down South, but Burley Bay started as we just put in an application. Tell me where they can find you. Burley Babes Union on Instagram and then you can find me at blue underscore pearl four on Instagram B-L-E-U okay I love it thank you have a good one